Welcome to Love in the Air, the podcast that serves up all things tennis. Whether you're a fan of the sport, a seasoned player, or a beginner just starting out, this podcast is just for you. Join us as we explore the ins and outs of the game, from techniques and strategy to the latest news and trends. With expert guests, exciting interviews, and lively discussions, we'll keep you on the edge of your seat and help you take the tennis game to the next level. So grab your racket, tune in, and get ready for some ace content. This is Love in the Air, a tennis podcast. Saul Mendoza must be master tenants professional answers the question at the recent us the world conference. I heard you talk about the biomechanics of tennis. During the presentation, we saw a video and briefly mentioned the crossover step in serving versus when the front foot comes in first. Could you explain what happens mechanically in these two movements? The front foot first is the most common technique for high performer servers. In this brief podcast, I will not be able to treat this with an in-depth analysis of what happens in the two serving foot techniques, but I will attempt to summarize what I know. Let's begin by describing the movements so that we at least start from the same place and work from there, okay? The crossover motion occurs when the back foot of the server comes forward into the court first, whereas the front foot first maneuver is just that. The front foot lands in the court first. When a player uses the crossover step, you can easily see the hips rotate around in the direction of the service motion, thus making total body rotation an integral component of this action. When the front foot comes in first, the body rotation is not as evident. This is not to say that there is no rotation, just that the body's rotary action isn't as easily seen and may not be as much as when the crossover step occurs. In the crossover step service action, force is transferred from the ground through the leg drive, then through hip rotation, and the force continues its path upward into the trunk. As the trunk nears peak velocity, the opposite arm comes around the trunk, causing the trunk to decelerate. This deceleration causes the upper limb to accelerate at all joints, bringing the racket into the peak velocity toward the impact zone. Now, interestingly enough, the same occurs when the front foot lands in the court first. It's just not as evident. All the body parts as described earlier, follow similar actions. So what is the differentiating factor between the two motions? On the crossover step, the primary power sources are the leg drive, hip, and truck rotation, and upper limb action. Again, the same is true on the front foot first action, but the same amount of contribution varies between the two. More hip rotation is readily apparent in the crossover and the front foot first action seems to utilize more of leg drive. At the pro level, if you go back and look at Boris Becker, Boris Becker did quite well with the crossover step, but you simply don't see as many crossover steps at the top levels on the game now. Why? The probable answer, in my opinion, is that the greater leg drive, the pros get more velocity and create a bigger weapon with the serve. 
I have actually seen high-speed films of Ivan Lendl, for example, when he was 19 and using the crossover step. His serve was so good. He even made it to the Masters that year. However, I also saw films of Lendl later in his career when he changed his footwork action on his serve to the front foot first movement. His already good serve became a major league weapon back then. And to top it all of his, even Boris Becker occasionally served using the front foot first technique, probably giving him a little extra leg drive and power on his serve, I guarantee you. What about teaching the two different forms of serving? Obviously, if you work with high-level players, or if you're a high-level player, you should take a look at the front foot first method and work with that on the leg drive into your serve. However, is this action appropriate for all levels? Maybe, but I would caution you that if you work with a lesser skilled player, or you are a lesser skilled player at this moment, who might not have high levels of coordination, the front foot first method might, and I say might, be too difficult, where the crossover step enables a person to use more of the body rotation in bringing the racket to a high velocity at impact. In my opinion, the crossover step could help a beginning learn the serve more effectively. Just to summarize this, whatever you choose will, at the end of the day, depend on your preferences of learning or teaching, and perhaps an understanding of what happens in these two motions can further help you in developing your, your serve or helping you develop your students to maximize their talents and skills, thus getting a greater benefit from the game and becoming a lot more fun. I hope you like this podcast. I'll see you in the next one.